Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, good people and inhabitants of planet Earth, both foreign and domestic, welcome to the Dura Human Paradox. I'm your host, Darius Riddick, and I would like to thank you for joining me in what is nominally the next stage of evolution for humankind. For those of you joining us for the first time, thank you. Whatever brought you here, fate deemed it so. I will do my best to make sure that your investment is well invested uh, because time is something that you cannot get back. Although you can manage it, you cannot control it. And you have dedicated the a portion of the finite amount of it that you receive in this realm of existence on planet Earth uh, here with us. And for that, you know, I'm, I'm extremely appreciative. For those of you that are returning, whether this be your second or 30th time, Thank you, because without you, this wouldn't exist. And thank you to all of you for laying the foundation for what is considered the next stage of generational wealth through health for those that will come after us. Because what if life, if you can't improve the quality of it for those that may come after you? So before we get started on this day in history, May 15th. 1942 legislation creating the women's army corps becomes law so once upon a time uh there was <laughs> a unity of uh armed forces um and one 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 sect uh, I, i'll say you know there's one there's one one demographic all right <laughs> there's one single demographic and it's and it's so it's comical to me because it's funny to think like that that's how life was that's that's that was normal a hundred like less than a hundred years ago and to see how much we've evolved in such a short period of time so i mean 1942 uh, a bill establishing a women's corps in the u.s army is is made law and it's what officially established the women's auxiliary army corps um and granting women official military status and obviously throughout the stories in history women had a lot of influence as far as like counterintelligence uh subversion espionage mostly behind the scenes roles because obviously they they couldn't do like formal uniformed uh, uh jobs or or combat roles but they still had a huge influence on history and the way that war has turned the tide so a special thank you to all of the women that have served whether in an official or unofficial capacity, and especially thank you to all of our female armed forces members that serve today. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty pretty awesome awesome to talk about these things, and you know we will continue to do this uh, at every episode because in order to know where we are and to have an idea of where we're going, we had to at least have some idea of where we've been. So. Despite the controversy behind the things that happen in history and how they've evolved, all of it has happened for a reason and it's all led us to where we are today. So with that being said, we're going to jump right into today's topic and um, one of the man, most elusive concepts that we talk about when developing uh, any aesthetic, sports performance, or physiological goals, and it is this idea of consistency. And consistency is extremely important when it comes to wanting to develop anything or achieve any sort of goal. And and furthermore, uh, change any part of your change or understand any part of your physiology. So something that I frequently mention throughout many of the episodes is this idea of conceptual. Uh, predisposition and conformal limitations. And um, if you follow us on social media, uh, I recently posted a little bit more about it to give insight into where our topics are going to be going in this idea of the glass boxes and how uh, the glass boxes are hum of human performance are, in terms of breaking them, are almost omnidirectional. 
which meaning that like you don't have to go up or down. You can go left, right or diagonal. And I know that's kind of confusing, but we will spend some more time as we go through this a little bit to uh, really try and understand to make it make sense on the simplest level. So when we discuss this idea of, of limitations, uh, we acknowledge that the only difference between an elite athlete, a an athlete, uh, an enthusiast and a sedentary individual is their level of training. And as we know that the human machine is designed for trainability and you can in theory train an individual to be or do anything um, that you want them to or that you want yourself to. So it's just understanding the underlying mechanisms that lead up to that training. But it is commonly agreed that training is the foundation of it. So when we talk about consistency, in order to understand how that training works or to even become trained to begin with, consistency has to be uh, ingrained and inherent on many different levels. And I, it's difficult to start off this episode with with such an obscure topic because I know for some. So and I say obscure for some of you, because for, for others, it'll be like, OK, I already know this. I already know consistency is like, you know, doing the same thing over again or, you know, going to the gym back to back or, you know, going to work every day, blah, blah, blah. blah. And, you know, in, in your perspective, that may be true. But some people do not understand what consistency even means or furthermore, what does consistency really look like? Consistency Consistency to you may be one day every week going to the gym, right? But we know that's not enough to uh, excite the physiological changes in order to live a better quality of life. So what does consistency actually look like? But in order to understand what that means for physiology, we have to first understand the basic definition. So when we're talking about consistency, the dictionary definition is conformity in the application of something typically that which is necessary for the sake of logic, accuracy, or fairness. Now, weird, right? It doesn't sound like that's the consistency that we're talking about because it's not. But it, but we take a portion of that, and and that's and that's the first portion when we talk about conformity in the application of something, and we use a subsequent definition, which is the quality of always be behaving or performing in a similar way or of always happening in a similar way. And I'll repeat that. So first half conformity in the application of something in the second half, the quality of always behaving or performing in a similar way. So there's a couple words that stick out with these definitions where we kind of piece together what it is that we truly want consistency to look like in terms of human performance and physiology. So we talk about <clears throat> the application of something which indicates a direct action, meaning that you have to do something in order to be consistent, which I know I'm going to get some <laughs> frowny faces or some thumbs down when mentioning that, but it means that you can't just go through the motions in order to be consistent, right? There is a difference between consistency and lethargy of actions. Lethargy is just, just like we stated, going through the motions of something that just you feel like has to happen. But consistency is the, the given effort of applying to something. So with that being said, it, Formal actions taken have to be taken in a repetitive nature in order to be consistent, meaning just doing it once and then skipping two or three weeks and then doing it again or once a month does not incite or state or fo follow suit. 
if you will, with the definition of consistency. And right. And that, that leads us into the second part, which is the quality of always behaving or performing in a similar way. Now, this part I'm kind of hesitant of because it talks about always. And, you know, we really truly don't speak in absolutes, but it still does marry this idea of something happening repetitively. And when we say that word, I'm sure the other word that we've mentioned that comes to mind is repetition. And we talked about repetition in the form of enabling um, a, a, a proper path to developing efficient skeletal muscle relative to the individual. Now, we always talk about how the ceiling and the is different per individual, but we know that the foundation is in order to develop skeletal strength, uh, power and output, there has to be repetition in resistance training, which means just moving a load against the normal human kinematics. So picking up a weight, curling it however many times you need to and uh, causing muscular damage and then allowing for subsequent muscular repair. So that's a very short way of describing a very complicated process, but Rep repetition is a branch of the tree of that 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 is consistency so because there are so many different things we can discuss when it when it comes to um consistency i i want to make it as simplistic as possible and only focus on our, our chief goal, which is improving the quality of life through human physiological mechanisms. So understand that if you have a goal today, whatever that goal may be, whether it be aesthetic, you know, you, you want to you want to look look juicy. You know, you want to improve your vascularity or you want to improve your striation. You want to improve muscular definition. You want to have a, a, a plump booty or you want to have defined abs. <clears throat> if you have a performance goal, if you want to improve your vertical leap, you want to improve your 40 yard dash. You want to improve your ability to throw a fastball. You want to improve your jab and your uppercut combo. Uh, even if you want to just if, oh, have a weight loss goal or if you have a, a, a muscle building goal, whatever it may be, consistency is going to be the key to figuring out one, if it's possible into the limitations of the possibility, because it's easy to sit back and say, OK, I look at my parents and they are. They have very low muscular build. They're not in very good shape. They don't have a lot of muscle. So that means I'm not going to be able to build muscle as well, which in, is not the truth. And the only way possible to challenge that is through consistency, because going to the gym once or twice or, you know, doing things once or twice a week and then continuing and in the rest of the week of bad habits or an entire month of bad habits and then trying it again next month is is not what's going to be able to question the, the conceptual predisposition or the conformal limitations, because to to assume that you are the first person to ever challenge conceptual predispositions or to make it more simple, genetic limitations is 
an ignorant statement. <laughs> I'll just I'll just tell you how it is, because there ha there have been plenty of people throughout history, plenty of athletes throughout history have who have demonstrated the ability to not only challenge uh, what we considered a physical or performance impossibility and make it the the new record to beat or the the new possibility and it happens every single day and it's one of the key catalysts of evolution because if there weren't people to challenge those limitations then how, like how would we actually define what a limitation is really like if somebody's like okay you know the 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 limitation is somebody you can't jump more than 12 inches standing still and it's like wait what you what are you talking about? Yes, yes, you can. And they're like, no, you can't. Yes, you can. I can prove it to you. And they jump and they say they hit 11 inches. And you're like, see, I told you, you can't, you can't go over 12 inches. They're like, no, I'm pretty sure you can go over 12 inches. So they try again and they hit 11.1, you know, but they're tired. They come back the next day. They try again, 11.12, come back the next day, 11.145 or something. They, they stay consistent, uh, do a bunch of exercises, you know, eat right, rest and recover. And they come back and they, they, they jump and they do 13.5. They're like, see, I told you you can do 13.5. And then somebody else comes along like, what are you guys talking about? We're like, well, we're talking about that. We can't, that you couldn't, this, this dude told me that you couldn't do more than 12 inches with a standing vertical jump. And I just proved to him that you could, well, of course you can, I can do 14 and that person jumps and they do 14.5. And it's like, well, where were you the whole time? <laughs> you know. So, and I know that seems pretty juvenile and I kind of went through that pretty fast, but what I, what I really, what I want the takeaway for this episode to be is that these, this idea of limitations, right? Everyone has a specific limitation that's relative to them, but the, the power that was given to us with the human machine is being able to challenge that, right? We know the schematics of the human machine because it's existed for thousands of years. But what we're trying to figure out now is what do those limitations look like? What has been occurring for all these years, but we haven't been able to explain how have there been athletes who have been able to break the the four minute mile? How have there been athletes that have been able to, you know, have a, a, a seven foot vertical leap or to, to be able to do these things that we once con were considered physical impossibilities or physical improbabilities. And now they're like, oh, wow, we got to figure out how this this was able to happen. And this chiefly happens in research environments, but as someone who spent time in an R1 research institute, the top of the top, I can tell you that you all have the ability, whoever you are listening right now, has the ability to challenge your personal limitations because only you can do that. Even if you have a thousand scientists around you and they all tell you to do this, do that, do this, if you don't accept or acknowledge the fact that these limitations are probably not limitations at all, then, they will always be set there. And that's kind of the principle of the glass box, which I believe we will discuss more in the next episode. So stay tuned, but until then, stay consistent and stay durable, my friends.